Hello family. It is so good to be with you again on an evening. This happens to be Tuesday evening, but every evening it's so nice to get together with you all and read the comments online. Some of them are funny and uh, those are enjoyable, but also the ones that, that uh, just say hello and check in. It's so good to hear from you all. So um, please keep doing that. I am by nature an introvert. I am not fed by big crowds. And I thought at the beginning of this time that I would enjoy it a lot more than I have. But um, I still am a house cat, as my mother used to call me. I do prefer to stay inside more than outside. And I find myself staying in the house a whole lot during this time. But I really do miss people, and I'm especially missing my church family. When we do come back together, it will be very, very good, won't it? And I don't know if at that point we'll be able to shake hands yet, or if we'll be able to hug necks yet, but someday we will get to that point, and I will be very very glad for it. So I just wanted to say, first of all, that I'm missing you all terribly and I love you dearly. Um, so it's good to be with each other every night and I'm so glad we're doing this. I want to encourage you to keep listening to those playlist songs. They can be found at newrqpc.info on the Gathering Hub card. They are updated every day. Uh, we have a new song every day except Monday and I compile those, we compile those into playlists on three different formats, Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube and put those into playlists so that you can listen to them throughout the day. I would encourage you as the music director of New York EPC, please, please be listening to those songs. Uh, this is actually an opportunity for us, whereas normally I am very careful about the speed with which I introduce new songs because it can really throw off a worship service to have too many new songs that people aren't familiar with when we want that congregational worship going on. Um, during this time, we have an opportunity to get everyone used to some new songs. So I am very... Um, excited about that opportunity and the ability to have everybody learn new songs without us even singing them in church. So please be listening to those. We will not sing all of them. Some of them are, are more entertaining type songs. Some of them have a range that is just unbelievable. Um, so you'd have to have, you know, be Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston to be able to sing them almost, not quite, but almost. But um, there are some of them that you will hear again in Sunday, in Sunday church when we're back. And I want to encourage you to listen to those. They are uplifting, and I have found them to be a real blessing. Now let's pray and get started on our lesson for the evening. Dear God of heaven and earth, we ask that you be with us tonight. We ask that you come into this place into these places because we're not all together, but we are in unity, I believe. 
touch each and every one of us, each child, each elder, each man, each woman. Give us a special touch of your spirit tonight. Lord, help me speak your words. Help me do your will. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, before I get started, I want to do something, which is to light this candle. And it may take a minute, so excuse me, just a second. We didn't have, we're not a candle lit dinner type of family. So we didn't have really nice candles, but I did have some birthday candles. And I happen to have a one and a nine, and I had a two and a six and some other numbers. But Caleb, bless his heart, said that we should do 19 because, you know, COVID-19. So here we have some candles. Um, not very much ambiance. But anyway, those are candles for my illustration tonight. Because our scripture this week is Matthew 5 verses, well, I'm using 14 through 16. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hid. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Now, this is a, an analogy, obviously. A city on a hilltop and a lamp on a lampstand. A lamp was much like a candle. In those days some kind of vessel with oil in it and a wick um, most likely was was the lamp there but um, it's an analogy but it's also a very rich analogy and I'm gonna try to dig in to that a little bit today so if you look at these candles they're really rather boring that's why candles are nice on a table because they're not distracting, but they add light. These candles are not jumping up and down. They're not running in circles. They're not doing the dishes. They're not vacuuming the floor. They are just sitting there just being a light. This time of quarantine is discombobulating for us all, I think. It is a time that is especially hard for the Marthas of the world. I tend to be a Martha instead of a Mary. I like to get the jobs done. I have a to-do list. The church uses a task management software called Asana. I use Asana extensively. I schedule. I use Google Calendar. It looks like fruit salad. With all my calendars going and with five kids, we have doctor's appointments and homeschooling and um, all of those things. Now we're, now we're getting ready 
I've got two in college. One getting ready for college, so we have all the deadlines and the SATs and the um, transcripts to get ready and the applications to fill out, all of those things that have to be done. Besides, you want a little fun in your life. So you might go out to dinner with someone or you might make a phone call or you might go to some kind of fun event, a party or a sporting event or something else that is just for pure fun. And by the time we're done with all that, every minute of every day of every week is jam-packed full. Even when I'm relaxing, in the back of my head, I justify the relaxing because if I relax well, I'll work better, which is actually quite absurd. Last year when we were supposed to Sabbath, I say we're supposed to because some of us didn't do it very well. And um, we tend to try to think, well, if I get this done, I'll rest better. But there's always more to do. Eventually you have to just stop. Well, this quarantine time is forcing us all to stop. My calendar is not fruit salad right now. It is much more open and empty and I still have a lot of things to do. I'm still homeschooling the kids. As I said earlier about the music, I'm trying to use this time to capitalize on the free space, kind of, that will allow me to get some projects done I haven't done before. Um, I'm recording these videos and preparing for those little things like that, but um, the extras are gone. They are eliminated. There are no dentist appointments, which my dad usually takes the kids to those anyway, but I still have to coordinate it. There are no um, parties. There are no get togethers. There are no youth outings. There are no quiz tournaments. We are home. So I think Martha in the Bible would have done quite well during this time, the Martha, I'm sorry, did I say Martha? The Marys of the world would do quite well during this time. The Marthas are not doing so well. So it gives us an opportunity, a chance to spend some time at the feet of Jesus. This is something that is hard to put on a to-do list because it isn't something that is about a task. It is not a, a thing to do. It is a thing to be. That's why I was talking about the candles. Oh, my candle went out. Oh no. Oh well, we still have one there. The one little, little engine that could candle is still going and it's still sitting there it's not really doing anything still. It's just lighting the room a little bit and it's happy just being what it's supposed to be. Um, and, and we need to get better. I hesitate to even say get better because that's a thing to do. We need to do more of being. We need to be more. We need to be with Jesus at his feet, 
in prayer, in meditation, not in a strange Eastern way where you put your fingers together and make a syllable, but we need to think on him. Maybe journaling helps. Maybe reading some books helps. Um, but we need to spend this time of forced, forced being Mary. Um, so let me talk about that just a little bit. Uh, another analogy that Jesus used, not Jesus, sorry, that is in Galatians, Paul used. Galatians 5 is the fruit of the Spirit. He talks about... Uh, what kind of fruit our life is having. So whether it's sexual immorality and those kinds of things, that's not the fruit of the spirit. Um, or if we have a spiritual tree, so to speak, and it's well tended, we will have good fruit. So, if you have a fruit tree and it is healthy, you know that every fall, probably every fall, most trees bear in the fall, that tree is going to produce fruit. If the tree is healthy, it produces fruit. If it doesn't produce fruit, you know something is wrong because something is wrong at a very root or, or base level with that tree. To get fruit on the tree, you don't go to the stems and see what needs to be done at the stem level. No, you look at the whole health of the whole tree. And uh, my encouragement during this time is that we take this time to look at our spiritual life. If we are to light the world, it is not a to-do list. It is not a um, something that is we force upon ourselves. It's something that will naturally flow out of us, just like the light is coming out of that candle because that's what a candle does. The candle isn't trying really hard. The candle isn't making a list of things to do. The candle is just being a candle and it's lighting its world. A fruit tree, an apple tree, if it's healthy, will bear fruit. It doesn't have to think about it. It doesn't have to plan it on its calendar. It just happens. Another scripture that um, is a little bit different application, but the concept is the same. In James 3, when he's talking about the tongue and what comes out of our mouth, um, he says, does a spring of water bubble up with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. If our life is well maintained and our life is properly focused on God, what comes out of our life will naturally be good things. It will naturally light the world. 
It will naturally get people's attention and make them, especially in this dark time, go, what is it about you that's different? And you know if you've ever had anybody ask you that question, and most of us have, that um, we're, it, it feels good because it means we didn't do anything. It wasn't a performance, it was a being and it flows out of us. What is it about you that makes you be different than others? When uh, we were, when we're in Africa, some of you know that we go to Nigeria mostly, but also, also Ghana. When we were in Africa last August, because of typical Africa things, our airplane or our, our airport that we wanted to fly into was shut down in Enugu. Different story, but it was a large pothole in the runway. And they had a market set up at one end of the runway. So this was a problem. They only had the one runway and they needed to repair it. So one Monday morning, they just shut the baby down and said, no more flights indefinitely. That's typical Africa. But because we couldn't fly into Enugu, we had to fly into another airport called Oweri. It was something we should have been wary of, but um, it was a small airport. They're all, those were all small airports. And um, then we had to drive, ride, we didn't drive. We had a, a, a Nigerian who drove us, thank God, through the, the rural areas of Nigeria. It was a very interesting ride. We went through markets. We went through a lot of green. But as we would go through the villages, I would see something that I hadn't seen in my, in my visit. I hadn't noticed before in my visits to Africa. But um, we would just see people sitting, just sitting not sitting tending a market, not sitting waiting on someone. It looked like they were just sitting. Now, I'm not recommending that we all just stop our lives and sit. But there is something to be said for stopping life for a little while and just sitting. I don't like it. I want something to do. I'm a productive person. I check off those little boxes on my to-do list. I like to get things done. I reward myself. So I get these done and then I'll do X, Y, or Z because I got them done and I reward myself. So even the relaxing times are tied into the to-do list where I think we could learn something from this culture in Africa where there are times to just sit. And right now we are forced to just sit. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. We 
aren't going out. If we go to the grocery store, we're in and out. We don't browse. We don't take anyone with us, hopefully. It's just a very strange time. My encouragement to us and my point of this lesson, which I will call Be the Light, is that we concentrate on the B side of things. We concentrate on being with Jesus. Concentrate on being what we should be. And if we are, oh, both of my candles have gone out now. If we are the light of the world, if we are a healthy candle, we will not go out. I guess this is an unintended lesson because the wick of these candles doesn't go all the way through. And we discovered that, didn't we? Because it isn't a healthy candle. It isn't a candle that is built right to be what it should be. And so we discovered that it wasn't able to do what it should do because it wasn't being made properly. So I apologize for my, my candles that went out, but let's make sure that in these times, we are taking some time to be with Jesus so that he can make us be what we need to be. Let's end in prayer. Thank you, God, for this strange opportunity this time when our calendars are more clear than we ever thought they could be. This time when we focus on you and we are allowed to be. Help us, Lord, to not get frustrated by the opportunity. To take time to read your word, to meditate on you, to think on good things. And we know that this time will end and we will get back to the busyness. And if we have tended our wicks or fertilized our trees or whatever analogy works, we will be better and we will be a better light to the world. Bless our lives, bless our days, bless our evenings, bless our families and our jobs and our finances. Help us to use this time to our advantage. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a good evening.